Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. The uh, governor and his cabinet with their press conference. Well, want to make sure we carry that for you with important information there. Matt Catrillo, who did send me a video last night of young Luke getting his bath, and young Luke, by the way, is exactly three months old today. Uh, so, yes, three months old today. And by the way, the I know he was a, he was a little early, so he's a little under a little underweight when he started. Well, he has caught up. Well done. Mark Lawrence is here temporarily while Matt is taking care of other business, my friend. It is always good to hear you on the other end. And by the way, you are doing an awesome job informing in the mornings. So, well, thank you for that. All right. Uh, so we're going to talk with, uh, eventually get Neil Best here on the show uh, from Newsday about business in sports. Wimbledon was officially canceled today. It's the first time it's been canceled since World War II. Uh, Wimbledon was, it's, you know, it's in a bad spot because England has been overrun for one thing. And it's also an event that takes place ahead of the Olympics, and the Olympics have already been postponed a year. Now, they're different dynamics. So Wimbledon was officially canceled today. That was not a surprise. Everybody is trying to figure out how to make this work. And when you don't, at the moment, appear to have light at the end of the tunnel... That is what makes decision-making difficult. You have a best-case scenario, a worst-case scenario, and you also have to have a couple of contingency scenarios in between. Well, we didn't quite get our best case, but we're pretty close, so we can do this. Well, we didn't get the worst case, you know, but it was bad, but we can still do this. So you have to do it that way. What's your best-case scenario, your worst-case scenario, and what happens, and what are a couple of scenarios in between. So that's where everybody is in the guessing game on what is going on with this. I know here in Center County, for example, there have been, as of Monday, there were 24 cases here in Center County. Yesterday, that number went from 24 to 26. So, you know, it's a win up two. Mountain Indy Medical Center has seen 13 individuals that have tested positive for COVID. Not one, though, was admitted. And all of them were sent for a 14-day quarantine at home. So Mountain Indy Medical has seen 13, but none were admitted. And uh, they have to self-quarantine at home for the next 14 days. 
the four Brooklyn Nets players, including Kevin Durant, that did test positive, all four now are considered to be recovered. So that is uh, uh, that uh, you hear about something dramatic like that for Nets players. So along the way in the NBA, along the way in the NBA, you've had everybody now test negative or get cleared for the Utah Jazz. Same story with the Detroit Pistons, now with the Brooklyn Nets, and yes, Marcus Smart with the Boston Celtics. They all have been able to get through. Also, it was interesting in looking at the graphs that were put up yesterday by the president and by Dr. Burks, who, by the way, Dr. Burks uh, did uh, a large part of her study at Hershey Medical Center, and also by Dr. Fauci. And, of course, you see the stark line, the dramatic line of New York. Awful. You see the dramatic line of New Jersey, really bad. You see Connecticut rising. But then you looked at the rest of it. Now, these are projections. These are models. You looked at the rest of it, and the other lines were relatively, look, and any person that loses their life in this, any person is tragic. But you looked at the lines below that, and Connecticut was on the upswing, and that's mostly would be considered southwestern Connecticut, which is really a New York suburb. Connecticut was in the upswing. Washington State, which, of course, was the one that, at the beginning of this, they were overwhelmed. Now, you look at that line. Let's see if it continues. But that looks like that line is starting to level out. Let's see if it continues. If it is, okay, maybe some bright news there. California, and they were... When it came to social distancing and stay-at-home orders, they were one of the first to do it. They've kept their numbers relatively, relatively low. So the primary problem right now is across the country, but the biggest problems are in three states, and the other 47 have been hanging in there. doesn't mean it's perfect. I think here in Pennsylvania, I don't know, did the governor give a new number? As of yesterday, the number had been, unfortunately, 63 had passed away in the state. And there's over 4,000 cases. And I mentioned Center County was at 24 Monday at 26 as of yesterday. And so now it's, uh, we play this waiting game and social distancing. And, you know, the governor is you know, made a good point about what they're trying to look. We're trying to make this so that we can get back to some semblance of a life here sooner rather than later. And this will go back to something I said on the show two weeks ago. There's an old sports axiom, and it comes directly from Joe Paterno, but, you know, I'm sure Joe wasn't the only one that ever said this. 
But Joe always told me over the years, when it came to, it was this always dealt with a young player, a freshman. He said, Steve, I'd rather play a guy one game too late than one game too early. You play somebody too early, they're maybe not quite ready, they're in a position where you know, a couple things don't go right. They lose some confidence. It actually sets them back, you know, or somebody else gets hurt uh, because they made a mistake, something. All right. Okay. Now let's take it to our current situation and being pushed back to April 30th. You would rather have, and whatever the date ends up being, you'd rather have it where it's a week, quote, too late than a week too early. And I said that two weeks ago on the show. You, you know, you've got to think in those terms that you'd rather have it if there's if you're gonna make if you're gonna err in a decision on something, err a week late than a week early in terms of the decision to get things cranked and rolling again. And that's why I brought up the one game too late versus the one game too early scenario. And the reason I brought that up is then I can then relate it to this. You'd rather err on the side of, okay, we probably could have opened everything up you know, a week ago, but we were cautious about it. Perfect. Instead of, hey, let's get going, and we open up one week too early. Like, uh-oh, still got a problem. In the meantime, everybody sits, waits, and tries to make decisions on what to do and how to handle it. And I will say this, when you... I do have to do a. I do have to leave the house once every day uh, to take care of something, but it's brief. But I can tell you, I don't see anybody out there. I don't see anybody out there, at least for me. I don't know about you, but you know, you can. That's one thing. You know, I'd love to hear from the audience. I'd like to know what you're doing right now. Are you making puzzles? Are you watching movies? Uh, do you like the guests we're having on the show right now? Do you like the information we're giving you on the show? I mean, we're here. And for some people, they're, they're, some people are aching to talk to somebody. And, you know, we're here. And you can give us a call anytime. I mean, we've got guests obviously coming up today on the show. But uh, our lines are always open here. You want to call and talk? I'd like to know what you're doing and how you're handling all this. And I'll do that anytime in the show. Anytime. Just these lines are open and uh, you're you know what you're doing and what you're going through is far more important. Uh, and of course the governor we just carried the press conference in its entirety. Uh, the governor, along with the cabinet, laid everything out. And uh, to the again, I give credit to all of you out there. I give so much credit to all of you. And you know, and look, the great medical professionals out there, you know, our police, our fire, our EMTs, you know, nurses, doctors, attendants, orderlies. Uh, you know, other you know, and, and sometimes there are people that you know, all the people in in food service and truck drivers and 
you know, sometimes somebody that um, that you wouldn't think of. For example, you know, I mean, we have a couple of prisons in our area. Well, prison guards have to go to work. And I give all of you all the credit in the world for getting out there and doing everything that you've been able to do to, to be selfless and help out everybody else. And we appreciate it very much. Then you got a guy like Matt Catrillo who's out there all the time and Mark Lawrence who's out there all the time getting out as much information as possible. Because information is powerful. It's powerful. And that's what you need. You're craving information. That's why we try to start out every show here and get as much information out to you that we have as possible. And our people have done a great job here at the radio station of getting out as much information as possible. And that's why we carried that press conference live for you in the opening half hour of today's show, because that's the information you needed. I thought what was really important was they were talking about the Poconos. We know southeastern Pennsylvania has been a problem area. It's going to be, that's where Philadelphia is, and that's where you have so many people in close quarters. Understood. Uh, But one of the problems that we've had in this has been New Yorkers fleeing New York. It's happened. It's one of the problems to Florida. They'll tell you at the West Palm Beach Airport of which I've flown into a couple of times, that there's there was a period of time there were so many private planes parked there, there was no room to park another plane, really. Here in State College, for example, you've had Metrobus was coming in here. Well, Metrobus makes a run every day from New York. They stopped that on March 26th. March 26th, they finally stopped it. Okay. And, of course, you had students on plan breaks. Well, there was a pair of sisters that went to Spain, then came back. Someone else had their break in England, came back. I mean, so, I mean, that's, so when we talk about the 26 cases here in Center County, some of them have been from people coming into the area. Now back to the original point, the governor was talking about the Poconos. There are a lot of people who live in the New York, New Jersey metro area that have homes in the Poconos. And they got out and came here. And that's been something that, and that's why he was addressed with that question, I think on a couple of different occasions. They were talking about Monroe, Carbon County, and, and what's been going on there. Same story, for example, they're not going to do it, but the people that live on Cape Cod have put together a petition to close the Bourne and Sagamore bridges. Why? Because people were there coming over and then going on the beach. They said they'll look out at the beaches. There'll be clusters of people out on the beach. All right. Take a break. Today's show brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. On News Radio 1070 WKOK. <laughs> The number, by the way, is 1-800-795-9565. 1-800-795-9565. Part of me is just curious as to what you're doing and how you're handling it. 
Uh, we have Neil Best of Newsday and the business of sports in the next half hour. And then Brent Pry, Penn State's defensive coordinator, in the final half hour from his teleconference that he had. Because no matter what's going on, fans can't get enough Penn State football news. And then Tyler Bowen on the offensive side tomorrow. So that's what we're going to have there. And um, so we'll get the, the defensive viewpoint from Brent Pry in the final half hour. Tyler Bowen tomorrow. And in the next half hour, Neil Best from Newsday. And Neil's one of the best uh, when it comes to the business of sports. Uh, there's been a lot that's been going on uh, in because there have been so many decisions made. But again, we're in a position right now where when you don't know when something is going to end, when you don't feel at the moment like there is a light at the end of the tunnel, the word that comes to mind is anxiety. Anxiety. As you know, I'm always the one that's the the glass half full guy. Always have been. Always will be. That's just always been my nature. Um, Some people think that's great. Some people (laughs) hate it, (laughs) which I understand. But I also can't change who I am either. That's one thing, um, no matter what, uh, you always take cues from your parents. And the cue I always got from my parents was simple, be yourself. Well, that's who I am. (laughs) You know, like me, not crazy about whatever, it's just I am who I am. Uh, Never really changed over the course of my lifetime. And I've always been someone that has been, no question, an optimist. Always have been. But almost everything. And I think what everybody is doing right now is A, the right thing, and B, is going to get us out of this sooner rather than later. And then we'll see what semblance of normalcy we can get back to after that. And as the president said yesterday, uh, we're in the middle of a 10-day to two-week period that's going to be pretty rough numerically. Because everything's getting judged, it looks like, by numbers and data and more numbers and more data. And, you know, he looked at the graphs, as I said yesterday, saw the New York graph way, way up, which, of course, was no surprise. The New Jersey one way, way up, which was no surprise. Connecticut rising, but not to the same level of New York and New Jersey. I'm like, okay, it wasn't that surprise. But what really struck me in looking at it, I don't know if you looked at it the same way, Notice how like the other forty-seven states were like crushed into this small area down at the bottom. Now, hopefully, we can we can keep it there. Hopefully, we can keep it there. We mentioned in Pennsylvania there have been unfortunately and tragically sixty-three deaths. I mentioned here in Center County how we've gone from twenty-four Monday to twenty-six yesterday, but there have been so far no reported deaths here in Center County. So that's where we are here. Uh, Football-wise, we're going to hear from Brent Pry in the last half hour. They've been doing a lot on Zoom. I'll be frank with you. Until about a month ago, I had never heard of Zoom in my life. Now I teach my classes on Zoom. And I had somebody ask me about one of the teleconferences, say, how does Zoom work? 
And I said, well, I said, let me put it to you this way. If I can figure out and do it, you can figure out and do it. <laughs> now, of course, I told him how to do it. But my point was, if I could somehow figure out how to make it work, anybody can make it work. <laughs> I'm not exactly the technology whiz, but I do just I, can, I know just enough to somehow make things work. Just enough. So the first young person I have on Zoom in the first class I teach on my teleconference, the first kid comes on. He's laying in his bed on his phone. Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. The uh, governor and his cabinet with their press conference. Well... Want to make sure we carried that for you with important information there. Matt Catrillo, who did send me a video last night of young Luke getting his bath, and young Luke, by the way, is exactly three months old today. Uh, so, yes, three months old today. And by the way, the I know he was a, he was a little early, so he's a little under a little underweight when he started. Well, he has caught up. Well done. Mark Lawrence is here temporarily while Matt is taking care of other business, my friend. It is always good to hear you on the other end. And by the way, you are doing an awesome job informing in the mornings. So, well, thank you for that. All right. So we're going to talk with, uh, eventually get Neil Best here on the show uh, from Newsday about business in sports. Wimbledon was officially canceled today. It's the first time it's been canceled since World War II. Uh, Wimbledon was, it's, you know, it's in a bad spot because England has been overrun for one thing. And it's also an event that takes place ahead of the Olympics, and the Olympics have already been postponed a year. Now, they're different dynamics. So Wimbledon was officially canceled today. That was not a surprise. Everybody is trying to figure out how to make this work. And when you don't, at the moment, appear to have light at the end of the tunnel... That is what makes decision-making difficult. You have a best-case scenario, a worst-case scenario, and you also have to have a couple of contingency scenarios in between. Well, we didn't quite get our best case, but we're pretty close, so we can do this. Well, we didn't get the worst case, you know, but it was bad, but we can still do this. So you have to do it that way. What's your best-case scenario, your worst-case scenario, and what happens, and what are a couple of scenarios in between. So that's where everybody is in the guessing game on what is going on with this. I know here in Center County, for example, 
there have been, as of Monday, there were 24 cases here in Center County. Yesterday, that number went from 24 to 26. So, you know, it's a win up two. Mountain Indy Medical Center has seen 13 individuals that have tested positive for COVID. Not one, though, was admitted. And all of them were sent for a 14-day quarantine at home. So Mountain Indy Medical has seen 13, but none were admitted. And uh, they have to self-quarantine at home for the next 14 days. The four Brooklyn Nets players, including Kevin Durant, that did test positive, all four now are considered to be recovered. So that is... uh, uh, that uh, you hear about something dramatic like that for Nets players. So along the way in the NBA, along the way in the NBA, you've had everybody now test negative or get cleared for the Utah Jazz. Same story with the Detroit Pistons, now with the Brooklyn Nets, and yes, Marcus Smart with the Boston Celtics. They all have been able to get through. Also, it was interesting in looking at the graphs that were put up yesterday by the president and by Dr. Burks, who, by the way, Dr. Burks uh, did uh, a large part of her study at Hershey Medical Center, and also by Dr. Fauci. And, of course, you see the stark line, the dramatic line of New York awful. You see the dramatic line of New Jersey, really bad. You see Connecticut rising. But then you looked at the rest of it. Now these are projections. These are models. You looked at the rest of it and the other lines were relatively, look at any person that loses their life in this, any person is tragic. But you looked at the lines below that and Connecticut was on the upswing and that's mostly would be considered southwestern Connecticut which is really a New York suburb Connecticut was on the upswing Washington State which of course was the one that at the beginning of this they were overwhelmed Now, you look at that line. Let's see if it continues. But that looks like that line has started to level out. Let's see if it continues. If it is, okay, maybe some bright news there. California, and they were, when it came to social distancing and stay-at-home orders, they were one of the first to do it. They've kept their numbers relatively, relatively low. So the primary problem right now across the country but the biggest problems are in three states and the other 47 have been hanging in there doesn't mean it's perfect I think here in Pennsylvania I don't know, did the governor give a new number? as of yesterday the number had been unfortunately 63 had passed away in the state and there's over 4,000 cases and I mentioned Center County was at 24 Monday at 26 as of yesterday and so now it's uh, we play this waiting game. 
and social distancing. And, you know, the governor is... You you made a good point about what they're trying to look. We're trying to make this so that we can get back to some semblance of a life here sooner rather than later. And this will go back to something I said on the show two weeks ago. There's an old sports axiom, and it comes directly from Joe Paterno. But, you know, I'm sure Joe wasn't the only one that ever said this. But Joe always told me over the years, when it came to, it was this always dealt with a young player, a freshman. He said, Steve, I'd rather play a guy one game too late than one game too early. You play somebody too early, they're maybe not quite ready, they're in a position where you know, a couple things don't go right, they lose some confidence, it actually sets them back, you know. Or somebody else gets hurt uh, because they made a mistake. Something. All right? Okay. Now let's take it to our current situation and being pushed back to April 30th. You would rather have, and whatever the date ends up being, you'd rather have it where it's a week, quote, too late than a week too early. And I said that two weeks ago on the show. You, you know, you've got to think in those terms that you'd rather have it if there's if you're going to make if you're going to err in a decision on something, err a week late than a week early in terms of the decision to get things cranked and rolling again. And that's why I brought up the one game too late versus the one game too early scenario. And the reason I brought that up is then I can then relate it to this. You'd rather err on the side of, okay, we probably could have opened everything up you know, a week ago, but we were cautious about it. Perfect. Instead of, hey, let's get going, and we open up one week too early. Like, uh-oh, still got a problem. In the meantime, everybody sits, waits, and tries to make decisions on what to do and how to handle it. And I will say this, when you... I do have to do a. I do have to leave the house once every day uh, to take care of something, but it's brief. But I can tell you, I don't see anybody out there. I don't see anybody out there, at least for me. I don't know about you, but you know, you can. That's one thing. You know, I love to hear from the audience. I'd like to know what you're doing right now. Are you making puzzles? Are you watching movies? Uh, do you like the guests we're having on the show right now? Do you like the information we're giving you on the show? I mean, we're here. And for some people, they're, they're, some people are aching to talk to somebody. And, you know, we're here. And you can give us a call anytime. I mean, we've got guests obviously coming up today on the show. But uh, our lines are always open here. You want to call and talk? I'd like to know what you're doing and how you're handling all this. And I'll do that anytime in the show. Anytime. Just these lines are open and uh, you're you know what you're doing and what you're going through is far more important. Uh, 
And, of course, the governor, we just carried the press conference in its entirety. Uh, The governor, along with the cabinet, laid everything out. And, uh, again, I give credit to all of you out there. I give so much credit to all of you. And, you know, look, the great medical professionals out there, you know, our police, our fire, our EMTs, you know, nurses, doctors, attendants, orderlies, uh, you know, other, you know, and, and sometimes there are people that, you know, all the people in, in food service and truck drivers and, you know, sometimes somebody that, um, that you wouldn't think of. For example, you know, I mean, we have a couple of prisons in our area. Well, prison guards have to go to work. And I give all of you all the credit in the world for getting out there and doing everything that you've been able to do to, to be selfless and help out everybody else. And we appreciate it very much. Then you got a guy like Matt Catrillo who's out there all the time and Mark Lawrence who's out there all the time getting out as much information as possible. Because information is powerful. It's powerful. And that's what you need. You're craving information. That's why we try to start out every show here and get as much information out to you that we have as possible. And our people have done a great job here at the radio station of getting out as much information as possible. And that's why we carried that press conference live for you in the opening half hour of today's show, because that's the information you needed. I thought what was really important was they were talking about the Poconos. We know southeastern Pennsylvania has been a problem area. It's going to be, that's where Philadelphia is, and that's where you have so many people in close quarters. Understood. Uh, But one of the problems that we've had in this has been New Yorkers fleeing New York. It's happened. It's one of the problems to Florida. They'll tell you at the West Palm Beach Airport, of which I've flown into a couple of times, that there was a period of time there were so many private planes parked there, there was no room to park another plane, really. Here in State College, for example, you've had Metrobus was coming in here. Well, Metrobus makes a run every day from New York. They stopped that on March 26th. March 26th, they finally stopped it. Okay? And, of course, you had students on plan breaks. Well, there was a pair of sisters that went to Spain, then came back. Someone else had their break in England, came back. I mean, so, I mean that's... So when we talk about the 26 cases here in Center County, some of them have been from people coming into the area. Now back to the original point, the governor was talking about the Poconos. There are a lot of people who live in the New York, New Jersey metro area that have homes in the Poconos. And they got out. And came here. And that's been something that, and that's why he was addressed with that question, I think on a couple of different occasions. They were talking about Monroe, Carbon County, and, and what's been going on there. Same story, for example, 
they're not going to do it, but the people that live on Cape Cod have put together a petition to close the Bourne and Sagamore bridges. Why? Because people were they coming over and then going on the beach. They said they'll look out at the beaches, there'll be clusters of people out on the beach. All right, take a break. Today's show brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf on News Radio 1070 WKOK. The number, by the way, is 1 800 795 9565. 1 800 795 9565. Part of me is just curious as to what you're doing and how you're handling it. Uh, we have Neil Best of Newsday and the business of sports in the next half hour, and then Brent Pry, Penn State's defensive coordinator, in the final half hour from his teleconference that he had, because no matter what's going on, fans can't get enough Penn State football news. And then Tyler Bowen on the offensive side tomorrow. So that's what we're going to have there. And um, so we'll get the, the defensive viewpoint from Brent Pry in the final half hour. Tyler Bowen tomorrow. And in the next half hour, Neil Best from Newsday. And Neil's one of the best uh, when it comes to the business of sports. Uh, there's been a lot that's been going on. Uh, in because there have been so many decisions made. But again, we're in a position right now where when you don't know when something is going to end, when you don't feel at the moment like there is a light at the end of the tunnel, the word that comes to mind is anxiety. Anxiety. As you know, I'm always the one that's the the glass-half-full guy. Always have been. Always will be. That's just always been my nature. Some people think that's great. Some people (laughs) hate it, (laughs) which I understand. But I also can't change who I am either. That's one thing. um, No matter what, uh, you always take cues from your parents. And the cue I always got from my parents was simple, be yourself. Well, that's who I am. (laughs) You know, like me not crazy about whatever it's just I am who I am Uh, never really changed over the course of my lifetime and I've always been someone that has been no question an optimist always have been but almost everything and I think what everybody is doing right now is A the right thing and B is going to get us out of this sooner rather than later And then we'll see what semblance of normalcy we can get back to after that. And as the president said yesterday, uh, we're in the middle of a 10-day to two-week period that's going to be pretty rough numerically. Because everything's getting judged, it looks like, by numbers and data and more numbers and more data. And, you know, he looked at the graphs, as I said yesterday, saw the New York graph way, way up, which, of course was no surprise. The New Jersey one way, way up, which was no surprise. Connecticut rising, but not to the same level of New York and New Jersey. I'm like, okay, it wasn't that surprise. But what really struck me in looking at it, I don't know if you looked at it the same way, notice how the other 47 states were crushed into this small area down at the bottom. 
Now, hopefully we can we can keep it there. Hopefully we can keep it there. We mentioned in Pennsylvania there have been, unfortunately and tragically, 63 deaths. I mentioned here in Center County how we've gone from 24 Monday to 26 yesterday, but there have been so far no reported deaths here in Center County. So that's where we are here. Uh, Football-wise, we're going to hear from Brent Pryde in the last half hour. They've been doing a lot on Zoom. I'll be frank with you. Until about a month ago, I had never heard of Zoom in my life. Now I teach my classes on Zoom. And I had somebody ask me about one of the teleconferences, say, how does Zoom work? And I said, well, I said, let me put it to you this way. If I can figure out and do it, you can figure out and do it. <laughs> now, of course, I told them how to do it. But my point was, if I could somehow figure out how to make it work, anybody can make it work. <laughs> I'm not exactly the technology whiz. But I do just, I I know just enough to somehow make things work. Just enough. So the first young person I have on Zoom in the first class I teach on my teleconference, the first kid comes on. He's laying in his bed on his phone.